big decisions, paths followed, choices made. This is Connections, conversations about life and work. I'm your host, Jim Allen. So I just got back from NAB in Las Vegas. There's no talk of the metaverse at all. So what happened to the metaverse? Is it is it dead? Right. Well, so out with the metaverse, in with, in with the, artificial intelligence. In with AI, which yeah. is really in many cases not AI at all, by the way. It's what I'll call machine learning. Metaverse is still going on. I mean, people are still building immersive environments that we can all participate in and all the laws that have to go along with some of those things, technologies. But you're not seeing it in NAB because it's all about the next... The next thing. The hype that's current. And the hype that's current is chat GPT, AI. Six months, it hit the chat GPT, AI. Mainstream oh, okay. six AI. months ago. Right? Yeah. So. Now, you've, you've called AI machine learning mm-hmm. today and elsewhere. Uh, mm-hmm. What's your definition of machine learning? Because it, it actually seems, it makes it more clear to me. Right. So what machine learning is, you take a lot, lot and lot of data and, and whether those are images or whether they're um, uh, weather reports over a number of years and you just scrub all that data and you look for um, trends. I have all this information, I've scrubbed this trends and I want to see an image, I want to see images that look like squirrels. And so you have this feedback loop and if it doesn't look like a squirrel, you throw it out and it's training itself. So this is a machine training itself to to figure out what a squirrel looks like. Yeah, because you have base, all these different pictures that are named squirrel and then it can find squirrels anywhere in any picture because it's been doing this so millions and billions of times. That's machines learning how to do certain types of tasks or certain types of recognition. So then we think this is crazy. I can say, hey, get me a picture of a squirrel and it comes up with a picture of a squirrel or is the squirrel in this picture, yes or no? And it does it and you say, hey, that's AI. And I say, okay, it's not that much intelligence. I mean, I like real intelligence. This right. to me is not real intelligence. It's just intelligent people um, training machines to train themselves. Here's a quote from the New York Times. Uh, if AI chatbots can seem eerily human, that's only because they have learned how to sound like us from huge amounts of text on the internet. Uh, everything from food blogs to old Facebook posts to Wikipedia entries, they're really good mimics, experts say, but ones without feelings. So will that change as we continue to interact with it? Do you think, like, we can, can we teach the, the, uh, the squirrel how to feel? Well, yeah, yeah. Can be you, more human? No, I, I get it. Can you fall in love with a, with a <laughs> you know, someone on, online that keeps coming back and, and giving you sort of real feeling? Um, and there have been some, you know, case studies of that happening until they decide that it's gone a little too far. People abusing these machines get run away and the, and the things get, people are starting to get, ask pornographic questions and things like that. So they take the thing down. So I think. Well, they feel, it's also, that's actually an interesting point because they sure. do, with chat GPT, they do not allow, they, there's a filter in there mm-hmm. where they filter they won't allow you to do any hate speech. So there's a human somewhere with a lot of power. Well, the, the programmer who, who put this thing together, or programmers who put it together, I mean, it's a runaway train in a sense. They have a black box and they decide, yeah. oh, let's scrub these uh, the, uh, public websites. Oh, by the way, it scrubs some um, 
private websites. Um, but they don't, that was a mistake. No one knows it's a black box. And, and so legal cases are just starting to, you know, get their head around how do what's copyright, right? Uh, how, who controls it? Does who owns it? Um, well, did, you could did it only scrub stuff. Can we prove that? that you can ask scrub? it to write music. Write me yeah. a number one song in the style of the Beatles. Right. So, but who but, owns the copyright? Who owns but that? Who copyright? created that program to do that? It's a lot of fun. It's I, I love to play devil's advocate on a lot of these things too. Not because um, you know I'm a naysayer. I'm actually like it's the way you learn. It's the way you you know human test things. It's like right. what's wrong with this picture? What, is this a real person what's the you know we you train yourself to you know to sort of figure out what's really going on here and 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 is this art like you said you called it it creates art and i just i'd say i don't know if that's art at all like like who's the arbiter of when even if forget the copyright thing it's a lot of stuff i see is is like a toy a play it's it's right. like it's 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 not exactly what i would call art um it's 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 a fun thing that people you know love to goof around with and and say look what came came out I got out of this, but if it's just going to get it wrong all the time, um, what are we we got to think that this thing is going to um, have we got to have our antenna up I think more than normal. Thanks for listening. If you have a comment or if you want to be on the show, send me an email at connectionsvideopod at gmail.com. And please subscribe.